This is the More Than a Drunk podcast. My name is Joseph. Welcome. For so long, my life has been defined by drinking. That drinking defined me even even today. It still defines me. Thankfully, it's a smaller part of who I am and smaller part of my definition, but it's still there. And when you're when you're drinking, that it makes sense because I mean, you wake up, you think of drinking at 10 in the morning, you think of drinking when, when you're trying to get over your hangover and you're like, you know, a little hair of the dog might just get me through this. Spoiler alert, it won't. And then finally, when you give in at some point in the day, that drinking defines you for the rest of the night. And it only gets worse because now all of a sudden your brain and who you are, not only that first drink, but then the second drink and the third drink and the fourth drink and so forth and so on. And it's all of them. Because when you're on drink number six, at least th- this was me, when I'm on drink number six, I'm still thinking of drinks one through five. And did anybody see me drink those and see, see me switch them out and how many? And, and am I drinking an appropriate amount from what they're seeing and just all of those things? And so it becomes impossible to define yourself any other way. Your activities, you might go out to a social group or go out and shoot hoops or go to a work function and everything in there is defined by booze. Heck, even your failures are defined by booze because you use the booze to numb the failure. And so you know that, you know, there's that evil brain in, in, inside of you that says, oh, we were just fired today. Better, better down a bottle of crown. The last thing you should do if you've been fired. Crown is not cheap. It's not expensive, but it... anyway. Um, part of the recovery process needs to be refocusing that energy. And and I've I've tried to, as I've gone through, redefine, not necessarily redefine who I am, more so figure out what the definition of me is. You know, I don't necessarily have any new hobbies or interests or anything like that. I take that back. I, um, I've bounced around on a few of them, but I'm really working hard to not jump around from hobby to hobby to thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. Over the summer, uh, I got into fountain pens, and it was really hard to not just go out there and spend like 200 bucks on fountain pens and ink and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so I spent like $7. And I love my pen. It's great. But thankfully, I haven't jumped off the deep end. And then I got into typewriters. And I'm still kind of with that, where I just I really want a typewriter. And not that I have much use up for it. But I want to, to type And it'd be nice, like if I could just rent one for an hour and like just type out a letter, I think it would get it out of my system. And I can move on. Anyway, Back to the topic at hand. One of the big things that I think has helped me redefine who I am is, and I don't know if it's helped, but throughout all of this, I figured out I have ADHD. It, uh, being able to focus on that and how to not let it so negatively impact my life uh, has been good because I know that drinking makes it worse. Marijuana makes it even worse. It's like it takes the symptoms that are normally like a six and cranks them to about 87. Anyway, 
back on topic. I'm I'm not on marijuana right now. In fact, I would. That's that's a whole other episode I should do, because I see a lot of people out there that say, you know, they ask, is marijuana okay? And I want to scream like, no, because it is addictive. It may not be physically addictive, but it is psychologically addictive. And here I am, way out in the weeds. So see, that's that's part of who I've been able to figure out and become more comfortable, not comfortable, but just more comfortable with someone that just bounces around all of the time. And it's okay. It, it's not it's not because I'm drunk and so now I'm, I'm off all over the place. It's just it's part of who I am. And you know what? I it doesn't really bug me until it like until it actually interferes with my life. Like I can't find stuff. And I don't remember to do things and all of those kind of things. That that's when it bugs me. But anyway, this is not this is not therapy group there, Joseph. So back to the topic on hand. Today today is the day that that we should start figuring out who we are. And that was a terrible segue back into what what I was doing or saying. There's the saying that you know the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. And we can apply that to figuring out who we are. You know, we, we can regret the fact that we've wasted years or spent time or money or all these kind of things on our drinking. Or we can accept that, okay, that happened. I'm not going to be filled with regret because that's evil brain of tricking you into drinking again, fill you with regret and sadness and all these kind of things. So then that way, eventually you get to the point where it's like, the only thing that can cure it is booze. Which, spoiler alert, again, booze will not fix it. But not just in like the literal sense of today, as in, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever day it is. But also in our time. So in terms of figuring out like your hobbies and your passions and your interests and, you know, diving into... uh, thinking about your thinking and, and all of those kind of things with the internet and YouTube and Reddit and all of these different things. You have so much so many opportunities to explore all of this by just doing it. And you can sit on your couch and explore all of these things. I mean, really, if you can think of it, no matter how sick and depraved it is, you may want to be careful searching some of that stuff. But if you can think of it, there there is a blog or a Reddit page or a YouTube channel or a podcast about it. Now, how, how do you find that thing that you want to explore? Or how do you find yourself? The first way is by going out and doing. Experiment. You know, if, if you've always wondered, oh, you know, how do I... How do I make a make a table? You know, I, I need a kitchen table. How do I make one? Go out, get some wood, get some tools, and make it. Watch some YouTube videos on how to do it. And you know what? The table that you make is probably going to suck. But I can tell you this much. The first table you make is going to suck. It just is. And if you go out on the internets... And you find people that claim that this awesome, amazing table that they made was the first thing, you know, first time they even looked at a piece of lumber. They are lying. Plain and simple. So you go out and you do. 
and you accept the fact that when you do it, you're not going to be good at it, right? Just just tell yourself going into it that, you know what, I'm going to try this. This first time of doing it, um, it it's probably not going to go the way I want it to go, but that's okay. I'm going to try it. And then you'll find out, oh, I like doing this, or no, I hate doing this. This is the worst thing ever. Who invented this? And so then, not, then you move on to the next thing. If you're not quite that adventurous, and you don't want to just dive in there, or maybe you maybe you don't have the money to do it, uh, you know, maybe it's it could be an expensive hobby, like flying airplanes, or it could just be, you know, that you just literally can't scrape two pennies together. Nothing wrong with it. It's a fact. Don't put it on credit cards because then you end up like me with massive credit card debt. And again, if you're interested in it, there's no doubt other people in your area that are interested in it. So there might be like a Facebook page or a website or just a phone number you can call for, for clubs like uh, like woodworking. There's There's two woodworking groups where I live at. That you can go, you can talk to people, and they give lectures and seminars and all this kind of stuff to teach you. Okay, here's here's what here's how I do woodworking, and here's what you do, and here's what I made, and all these kind of things. They even have show and tell, which is kind of fun, you know. That, that show and tell is not just for kindergartners, but you can go out and that the the only thing that costs is is some time to to go out and explore it. And who knows, you might make a friend. The great part about those is, I mean, provided you don't pick like a wine tasting club that is probably something you should stay away from but these clubs aren't revolved around alcohol at all and so you can go there in an environment that doesn't have alcohol and explore these things and redefine your life without booze sounds like a win-win okay and if Okay, so so let's say you don't have two pennies to rub together and you don't have the time to go out and about to club meetings. You can just hop on the internet and you can check out whatever you want there. Uh, that's so so again, going back to my woodworking, that's how I got into so when I first did it about 10 years ago, you know, I was like, "Oh, you know, I need all of these power tools and I need you know, like a table saw and a router and I need all of this stuff." And even this this second time I got into it, I was still very much the same way. And then I stumbled upon, I don't know how, uh, stumbled upon a guy in England who was doing woodworking in a castle. Pretty awesome. And he was teaching people how to do it with hand tools. You know, like, like the saws that you can imagine and, you know, no power tools, no electricity or nothing. And it was... I mean, it, it fully like gripped my imagination to where I've spent uh, probably a couple thousand dollars on hand tools since then. Thankfully, I've made a lot of stuff uh, with them, and I will continue to make stuff with them. So that was a good investment. But that's an easy way, I think, to weed out that, yes, this interests me, or no, this doesn't interest me at all. Move on to the next thing. And as you go through all of this and you figure out like what your actual interests are and what your actual um, passions are, you're going to be finding out all of that without booze. So who the real you is, 
I mean, who you are without booze, who you can grow into without booze, what you can accomplish without booze. I mean, ultimately, being sober is a great enough achievement in life, and we can be happy with that. If, if we do nothing else with our lives, that is enough. But if you can do that, what else can you do? And by getting out there and doing stuff and experimenting and, and finding out, you can unlock so many things about yourself and so much power that you didn't even know that these activities will help you when you have the cravings. They'll help you. You can, you can retreat into them to get away from evil brain for, for a hot minute. You know, your, your past is a story that tells you why you are the way that you are. The future, though, that's that's wide open. I mean, that's that's up to you to write your future's story. So get out there and and do it, and and you'll find. I mean, you know, like with my woodworking, I've really been able to figure out why I like to do it the way I do it. I I don't. When I was drinking, I don't know if I had the mental energy to really dive into it. I tried, but I just I wasn't able to. And, and I've figured out that the way I do it, one, I, I, I want whatever I make to be useful. And I also want it to be uh, authentic, you know, so to where it, it doesn't look like it's, you know, made in a factory somewhere. It doesn't look like it's it's fake. It doesn't... You know, it, it's not trying to be something it's not. It's it's a simple, useful piece of furniture that I try to make as sturdy as possible. My wife bemoans that fact because it takes me longer. But that that's what brings me joy. And I'm able to take pleasure in that much more. Now that I've moved on and I've become more than a drunk. So with that, um, I'm rooting for you on your journey to figure out to, to figure out your definition of who you are. Um, I think you can do it. Heck, I know you can do it. It's just a matter of getting out there and, and trying. And, and the fact that you're listening to this and you're fighting against whatever you're fighting against, evil brain ultimately, uh, that says a lot about you. And so, good luck to you. Best wishes. Just know that for today, I will not drink with you. Have a good one.